Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today is Sunday, so we're doing Breaches of the Week. And as always, I want to start with the people that send me this because it always helps me out, and that would be Chris Fallon, Sander Sleidenrich, Jay Dance, and Barrett Peterson. Guys, thank you very much. And if you have a tip for me, please send it my way and I'll give you a shout out here, but also on my Nash Educator Radio Show as well. Now with that, let's dive in because there are a ton of breaches this week, some small, some massive, and here we go. We are starting with mainline women's health care out of Philadelphia. Federal and state authorities are looking into allegations that mainline women's health care, um, one of their employees, had used a personal cell phone to capture confidential information from medical charts, potentially affecting more than 800 patients at this OBGYN. Now, they have offices in King of Prussia, Malvern, Plymouth Meeting, and Bryn Mawr. So if you are a patient of mainline women's health care, I'm assuming one, you're a woman, you might want to check in. Moving on. Let's talk about Medibank, one of Australia's biggest health insurance providers. And Australia has basically seen some just huge or spectacular uh, data breaches in the last month or so with Optus and their telecom. But Australia continues to be targeted just given how uh, the strength of Australia's economy and its growth really uh, really is affecting them in this way as well. Now, here's what's going on with Medibank out of Australia. On October 13th, Medibank said that it had taken offline the data and policy systems of its budget provider, AHM, and its international student division after a quote-unquote cyber incident. The next day, the company announced that it had restored systems and said that it was, quote, still responding, end quote, to this incident. Now, the situation developed this past Wednesday when Medibank disclosed to the Australian Stock Exchange that attackers had contacted the company to negotiate over the future of 200 gigabytes of customer data they said had been stolen from their systems. Now, although Medibank initially claimed that there was, quote, no evidence of customer data being accessed, the public learned basically the scale of this breach this past Thursday as the Australian Signals Directorate and the Australian Federal Police started to investigate. Medibank is understood to still be investigating but it is thought that someone gained access using fake or compromised user credentials. So heads up Aussies, if you have Medibank as your private health insurance provider, you definitely want to check in. Moving on, I want to give you guys a quick update on K. Smith. They are a third-party vendor to the healthcare industry. And this week, MultiCare out of the state of Washington had to declare a data breach. So heads up MultiCare patients. Moving on, we're going back to Australia because Energy Australia, one of their electrical companies, just got hit. Now, the company confirmed that threat actors had access to information on 323 residential and small business customers, but quote-unquote, no evidence of data exfiltration. Now, according to the statement that was released this past Friday... A compromised data, basically uh, where it was stored on the company's online platforms known as My Account, um, included customer names, addresses, email addresses, electricity and gas bills, phone numbers, and the first six and last three digits of credit cards. Energy Australia pointed out that sensitive data such as passwords, banking information, driver's licenses, or passports were not compromised because they are not stored on that platform. So heads up to you if you are a customer of Energy Australia down under. Moving on, let's talk about Whitworth University. This is a private Christian Christian university out of the state of Washington. They had a ransomware attack on July 29th. Now, Whitmer, Whitworth, excuse me, said that the breach may have affected 5,182 residents of Washington State. It's unclear, though, how many more out-of-state residents employed or attending that school could be affected because the university first reviewed its records to find Washington residents. Obviously, the majority of them are Washington residents, basically uh, because they had to meet legal deadlines 
of the 30 day for notification in that state. And that is according to their media relations manager. And so heads up to you if you go to Whitworth or attend Whitworth or are employed by Whitworth University in Washington State. Moving on, let's talk about the popular international fine wine online retailer known as Ideal Wine out of France. They inform their customers that their name, address, telephone number, email address, etc. may have been compromised. Customers' credit cards and bank information has not been compromised since it's not stored on their servers. That is according to Ideal Wine. Now, according to this notification as well, Customer passwords, which were encrypted, have also not been compromised, although the company still urges clients to basically make sure that you are aware of unexpected emails, unsolicited phone calls, especially if they claim to be coming from Ideal Wine or Ideal Wine's partners, meaning they are warning you about phishing. Ideal Wine has not disclosed if they are dealing with a ransomware attack or not, and that's all we know so far. So if you use Ideal Wine out of France and they have offices apparently in other places as well, Heads up to you if you're getting anything from them treated as suspect. Moving on. Let's talk about Vision Web Holdings. This is a software maker for the eye care industry out of Austin, Texas. According to a breach report sent to HHS on October 3rd, unauthorized individuals gained access to their email environment, which contained patient information. The breach was also reported to the Texas Attorney General, and that report said that names, social security numbers, government-issued ID, medical information, and health insurance information have potentially been compromised. Individual notifications started to be sent out on October 3rd of this year, so heads up to you your eye care place might use vision web and you might be caught up as a result moving on let's talk about the online marketplace carousel a database allegedly containing 2.6 million account info users account information is being sold for one thousand dollars which seems pretty cheap carousel said this past friday that 1.95 million user accounts were affected now it informed affected users that friday evening that their data was compromised after a bug was introduced during a system migration used by a third party and essentially they were able to then gain access to this. This bug has been fixed or vulnerability has been fixed. They've also assured users that no credit card and payment related information was compromised. Attackers uploaded two gigabytes of data on October 12th, two days before Carousel actually confirmed that breach. So if you use Carousel for an online marketplace, heads up to you. Moving on. Let's talk about the St. Amant Center in Winnipeg, Canada, because they said their computer network was hacked on August 23rd. Quote, after a thorough analysis, a cybersecurity company did not find any evidence that the information was downloaded or saved by the hacker. However, private information was potentially available to them. End quote, according to their release. I don't have much more, but heads up to you if you have anything to do with St. Amant Center in Winnipeg. Moving on, let's talk about another wine dealer called Vino Mofo. This one is out of Australia. Like I said, they're a rising star in the data breach world. And believe me, nobody wants to be a rising star in the data breach world. Now, an unauthorized third party unlawfully accessed their database on their testing platform that was not linked to their live VinMofo website or VinoMofo website, excuse me. Now, apparently at risk of exposure here are names, dates of birth, address, email address, phone numbers, genders of customers. VinoMofo has about 500,000 people as customers, but it's not clear if they were all exposed. Vino Mofo also said the risk to members was quote unquote low because other information such as passports, credit card details, and driver's license are not held by that organization. So heads up to you if you use Vino Mofo down under or wherever you are. Moving on. 
Let's talk about healthcare system advocate Aurora Health in Illinois and also in southern Wisconsin. They disclosed a data breach that exposed the personal data of 3 million patients. Now, the company is notifying the impacted individuals. It's a heck of a lot of mailings. Now, the root cause of this data breach, interestingly enough, was the improper use of Metapixel on their websites. Metapixel, if you didn't know, is a snippet of JavaScript code that allows administrators to track visitor activity to the website that was compromised. And by virtue of that, attackers were able to get the following information of users, the IP address that they're coming in, dates, times, and locations for scheduled appointments, proximity to a Advocate Aurora Health location, type of appointment or procedure, communications between MyChart users, which may have included first and last names and medical record numbers, insurance information, and proxy account information as well. And unfortunately, one of my regular followers is a patient there. I got, I got a message from him and I really hope that you're really not affected by this, although obviously 3 million patients is huge. Make sure you get good credit monitoring, and hopefully you'll be entitled to compensation sooner than later. But heads up to all the other, uh, basically, Aurora Advocate Aurora Health in Illinois and Wisconsin. Moving on. Let's talk about the international wholesale giant known as Metro or Macro, M-A-K-R-O. They've been experiencing infrastructure outages and store payment issues during a recent cyber attack. Now, IT outages have been affecting stores in Austria, Germany, and France since at least October 17th. And that is according to a report from the publication Gunter Born, or maybe an author Gunter Born. I'm not sure which. Now, they operate, Metro operates 661 wholesale stores as of the end of September under the Metro and Macro brands. At the moment, the company has shared no information on the nature of the cyber attack, but the IT infrastructure outages are usually linked to things like ransomware attacks. So we're going to see what's happening there. But heads up, all you Metro and Macro shoppers in Europe, you may not be able to shop there recently. I don't know. We'll see. Moving on. Let's talk about RJ Young. This is a large consulting firm. Now I'm getting reports, interestingly enough, and tagged in things as well as sent a couple of things that the Black Cat ransomware gang has hit them. I chucked, I, I checked out their customer portal myself and it is down. Like, you know, we cannot use this portal. Please contact support. So I'll be keeping an eye on this one. I have nothing else on this right now, but it looks like RJ Young may have some kind of IT issue or a compromise. Not sure yet, but heads up RJ Young uh, clients. Moving on. Pennsylvania-based Keystone Health is next up on our list because they disclosed a healthcare data breach that potentially impacted 235,237 individuals. They discovered a security incident on August 19th and later determined that an unauthorized party had accessed files between July 28th through August 19th of this year. We're talking patient names, clinical information, and social security numbers. They have begun mailing and notifying those affected. But heads up if you use Keystone Health out of Pennsylvania. Moving on, let's talk about the... Uh, Arizona-based community health center Valle del Sol, they disclosed a data breach to HHS, about 70,268 individuals. And according to that notice, Valle del Sol um, discovered an unusual network activity on January 25th of this year. Now, after discovering this breach, they learned that some of their data, including protected health information, were potentially accessed. What we are talking about here are Names, medical record numbers, Medicare or Medicaid numbers, dates of birth, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, clinical or diagnosis information, and health insurance member ID numbers. Basically anything you gave via Del Sol. So if you use them out of Arizona, heads up. Moving on. Let's talk about massive carrier Verizon. Now Verizon 
cellular carrier for those outside of the country uh, or outside of the United States. But here in the United States, everybody knows who Verizon is. Now, Verizon warned an undisclosed number of prepaid customers that attackers gained access to Verizon accounts and used exposed credit card information in SIM swapping attacks. Quote, we determined that between October 6th and October 10th, 2022, a third party actor accessed the last four digits of the credit card used to make automatic payments on your account. Using the last four digits of that credit card, the third party was able to gain access to your Verizon account and may have processed an unauthorized SIM card change on the prepaid line that received the SMS linking to this notice. If a SIM card change occurred, Verizon has reversed it. Basically, they were using those last four digits as validation to basically move the SIM to another phone. And here we are. Obviously, that's a huge problem. And as I'm thinking about this through my head, I believe this is the third major data breach I've talked about in Verizon in the last few years since before the pandemic to now. Those first two were a combined 14 million uh, exposed records. I went back and looked. And I'm also tracking for the records uh, a report that Iran, basically the country of Iran, their nuclear data and information has leaked and multiple researchers are attempting to look at this and vet it and make sure it's actually legitimate and all of that. I'm also tracking this one. I'm keeping you up to date. I usually don't talk about the ones that I'm tracking because they're not confirmed or not. But, you know, I was thinking about it today and I'm like, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, what we are doing here because this is a process. It takes me hours to put together these uh, these videos just due to all the notes, the sources and all of that, which is why it's always helpful when people send me links and all those kinds of things. I'm always grateful to the people that I mentioned before, which is why I'm giving you a shout out all the time. Moving on, we're going to be talking about our last one. This is our finally for the day. We got to talk about Microsoft and it's a big one. Now, recently, Microsoft has confirmed that due to a misconfiguration on a Microsoft server, multiple sensitive information about some of their customers was exposed over the internet. We are talking about a total of over 65,000 thousand leaked entities, aka companies that use Microsoft, were detected by SOC Radar in this leak, which has now become public. Now, the researchers from SOC Radar, this is a company that specializes in threat intelligence, alerted Microsoft on September 24th that there had been a leak on their server. However, after getting notified, Microsoft immediately secure, secured the link. Now, a list of exposed information is provided by Microsoft and includes the following information. We're talking names, email address, email content, company names, phone numbers, and business files. Now, on the endpoint, the actual endpoint where this leak was discovered, a misconfiguration was unintentionally made, which essentially led to this leak. This was not the result of any kind of vulnerability or weakness in Microsoft's software infrastructure. So you can't be blamed for like, oh, you know, we missed a patch, my bad, or we missed an update. No, everything was up to date. It was simply a misconfiguration. Nobody intended to do this, obviously. Now, the cybersecurity uh, analysts, analysts, excuse me, that have gone through this have identified information on more than 150,000 companies from 123 countries in six large public buckets. Now, the misconfigured buckets have exposed a variety of files, including uh, POE documents, SO, uh, SOW documents, invoices, product orders, product offers, project details, signed customer documents, POC or proof of concept works, uh, customer emails, customer product price lists, and customer stocks, internal comments for customers, um, like high-risk customers, that kind of stuff, sales strategies, customer asset documents, employee ecosystem details as well. So, for example, customer asset documents, if I was using Microsoft to store customer asset documents, uh, and my let's say my Microsoft was compromised, and for the record, as far as I know, I was not compromised, nor do I store anything like that in Microsoft, <coughs> uh, essentially, 
I would now have to go to every single client that I work with, obviously in cybersecurity and say, your cybersecurity provider got hit because I was using Microsoft and Microsoft had a vulnerability that exposed your information. It is a complete and utter mess. Microsoft is one of the largest supply chain providers in the world for technology and infrastructure. This is going to be a huge thing. We are going to be see, seeing ramifications coming out of this for quite some time. And you know, you know, you know, I will keep you up to date here. So stick around. But those were your breaches of the week. Were you affected? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, especially if you're a Microsoft customer or you live in Australia. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.